recording. This is episode 19. We've almost made, almost made it to episode 20. I'm Samuel Finlay. Some people call me Sizzle. Sitting across from me in another area of Australia that is young is my co-host. Introduce yourself. You know who it is, guys. It's Simon Quinn as always, also known as Quinny. So we've almost made it to episode 20. We've still got to discuss what we're going to be doing for that episode. That'll be next week sometime because it is a milestone. We've made it to episode 20. Huge. We'll be cooking up something for that. We don't know exactly what. We're thinking maybe maybe a, a live pod or maybe a, you know, a video version. But stay tuned for that because episode 20 is going to be massive. I'm pumped for it. But nonetheless, for episode 19, Quinny, how is life going? You were back this weekend. It was good to see you. We didn't actually record a live podcast. We we're hoping to. How's life in Young? Yeah, man, like, like you said, you know, it was a shame we didn't get a chance to record one in person last weekend. But that's okay. You know, we had stuff on, had to catch up with a few people. So it was always nice to see everybody. It was always good to see you, of course. And the dinner was fantastic. So shout out to you for that, big dog. Um, but yeah, Young man, going well. Like, you know, like I was telling you today, I'm back to work now. So it's been good. Back in the kind of swing of things a bit more. Students are now starting to flood in more and then I was lucky enough to have pretty much all of my year 11s the other day, which is really, really good. So I got to have face-to-face time with them, which was really, really important. I hadn't seen them in ages. So at the moment, it's going really well and then next week, we'll be going as normal. So back in school, students are expected to be there. So I'm fired up for that. How are you going? Yeah, look, things have been much the same for me, even though the restrictions have been somewhat loosened uh life has been much the same for me i'm still working from home still doing my thing here still baking lots as you know you know i like to do going for my morning swims uh but hopefully some some cafes and those type of places restaurants will open up in the coming weeks this friday i think there's going to be you know 10 people allowed in cafes and restaurants i don't know if that'll really affect too many cafes and restaurants because you know 10 people's not that many it might be a bit more of a hassle than it's worth but I'm looking forward to you know going to goodies on a Saturday morning with you when you come back to share a cup of coffee and some toast. For sure. If they're letting 10 people in, man, we're on. Maybe Murph and Chris might have to get involved as well, just like old times. We might have to book a spot. Um, so, look, last week on, on last week's episode, we talked about trilogies. We, we mentioned our favorites, some of them we didn't particularly like. But this week, and this was an idea you had, we wanted to sort of talk about movies that we think or movie series, I should say, that should become a trilogy and there should be the next movie to come out or even movies that deserve a sequel. So do you want to kick us off? What movies do you have or series do you have deserve to be extended? Of course. Yeah, so like you said, good question. You know, I was keen. We did the trilogy last week, so it's always nice to hear what we think in regards to movies that deserve like a sequel or another th- or a third. So I'm going strong. I'm going in hot right now. So my first two, uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, classic Jim Carrey. Uh, the first two were on TV the last few weeks. Uh, last weekend, I was lucky enough to watch the second one, When Nature Calls. Um, um, and my stepdad, it was hilarious. Like classic Jim Carrey, man. Great film. And as you know, there was only two. So I reckon that deserved a trilogy. I know it's probably not going to be in the works, but that would be something I'd be super keen to see. I've also gone with... Quinn and Tarantino as well. So I've gone with Kill Bill Volume 3. As you know, Sizzle, we're both Quinn and Tarantino fans. Kill Bill 1 and 2 came out ages ago, but there hasn't been a third one yet. So I'm kind of keen to see if that ends up being a thing. And then I do have a few sequels too. 
So you might have seen this, you might not have, but I thought about it today and the Aragon movie came out years ago. It was like a fantasy movie. It wasn't obviously as you know critically acclaimed as it could have been, but I really feel like that deserves a sequel because the book series are amazing and I've read all the books. So I'd love to see them maybe turn that into at least a sequel or maybe even a trilogy. Does it get better? Yeah, so in regards to the books, they get way better. Like the next, uh, you got Eldest, Bressinger, and Inheritance. Those three are amazing. So they're the ones that come, they're the ones that follow after the original. So I'd be super keen to see them. And I've just got a few random movies in there that I really really like. I'm going to see if you might have had these as well. Who knows? I Am Legend came out a few years ago. Will Smith, yeah, you no know, zombie apocalypse. The way it ends, you don't know what's going to happen. I'll be kind of keen to see what ends up happening with his story arc. And then also another huge film that I loved, as you know, I love Leonardo DiCaprio sizzle. Inception. Yes. I had that that? one as well. (laughs) Yes, Inception. So I was thinking, you know, we love Christopher Nolan. Inception was an amazing film. I would love to see that again, even as a sequel. Give me some more Leo. Give me some Tom Hardy. And then finally, this is a really cool one that I I was really into. Jumper. Came out a while ago cool story you know you could teleport and kind of jump into different areas i wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to that how about yourself yeah it's funny that you said inception there because that's the first one on my list that needs a sequel especially how we were left at the end it was obviously a cliffhanger there we sort of don't know you know how it sort of finishes one of those movies where it just leaves you with your thoughts to sort of i guess create the ending for yourself so i'd like to see a second inception there to see what actually happened and obviously to to have Leo in another movie like that would be great as well. It's funny there that you also mentioned I Am Legend because a movie I had on my list which is very similar was World War Z with Brad Pitt. Lovely, awesome, love that. Much the same as well, you know, zombie apocalypse, uh, interesting ending, it's sort of, it's not maybe not the typical ending you'd probably expect from a movie. I won't spoil it for people who might want to watch that movie there but I think that's a, that's one that could definitely have a sequel and and I'd love to see it, especially Brad Pitt. I mean, you know, you, you can't go wrong with Brad Pitt. That being said, I'd like to see him in the second one. You know, sometimes when you get sequels of, of that type of a film, it might be just like a break-off film um, without Brad Pitt, but I think he has to be in it. And the same with I Am Legend as well. It, it's got to be Will Smith, uh, of course, there. Um, I had, I only had, actually only had sequels, but another one I want to see is, and this is a, a Disney uh, movie classic, one of my favorites is Ratatouille. I want to see a Ratatouille too. You know, oh, get- your favorite, yeah, yeah, lovely. Your favorite, one of your favorite Disney films, good old Ratatouille. Yeah, you know, we, we we've got Toy Story two, three. You know, I want Ratatouille two, three. I want that to keep going. You know, they can they can explore that story so much. You know, uh, Remy, he's a, he's a great character, and I'd like to see more of that story. Uh, and last on the list, this is probably one of, it's probably my top five favorite movies of all time. And I'd love to see a second movie. It's a Wes Anderson film. And that's Fantastic Mr. Fox. One of my favorites. I'd actually love to see a Fantastic Mr. Fox too. I feel like there's plenty of story they could tell with that, particularly how the story goes. So Wes Anderson, please give me another Fantastic Mr. Fox. Love that. Good list. That's a solid list. I'm very impressed. Well done. I only had sequels though, so... That's all right. You know, I had, I had two trilogies in there. They're two that I really want to see, but, you know, sequels are always good. So I appreciate that. But good idea there to kick off from last week where we sort of explained our, our, our favorite trilogies and now, you know, what deserves a sequel. So well done, you. That's right. You know, links in. <laughs> Chronological, we need that. You know, we need that synergy. It has to make sense. 
Well, that's right. And, and look, something that you've been, you challenged me with a couple of weeks ago, and I love the challenge, by the way. You hit me up on a Sunday, you just messaged me out of the blue and you said, 6 p.m. tonight, I want your top 10 Kanye West songs. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Uh, I actually didn't get it done by six. It was a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, standard. Yeah, you're always late. That's all right. You know, it happens. But you did FaceTime me and then we had a back and forth for our favorite Kanye West songs of all time. We broke it down. Top 10. Each gave our list. We went one, one for one. Now, since then, we've been doing this every Sunday and last Sunday just passed, we did our top 10 Cuddy songs and that we'll probably drop that on next week's episode episode 20 because i feel like it it has to be because episode 20 our favorite rapper of all time favorite artist of all time kid cuddy so stay tuned for that but this week we because when we first did it we didn't actually rank them in order so we're going to not only give the list but we're going to rank them and that was our task that we had to do the last couple days so our top 10 kanye west songs ranked 10 through one big let's go one each, and then we'll work our way down to one. All right, you go first, my friend. I, I asked the challenge. Step up for me. All right, so at number 10, my 10th favorite Kanye West song of all time. And so the listeners know, this is songs that appear on his album. So no collaborative, no uh, Kids See Ghosts, no good music, no Watch the Throne, because otherwise that could be a different story. So it's, it's strictly Kanye West album songs. So at number 10, I've got FML. Of Life of Pablo. Nice. Good song. Good track. So you're a fan of the Life of Pablo album? I am. You know, that's, I think that's a pretty timeless album. That's one I think we'll look back on years from now as a, as a classic. I think it's also, it, it, it's for its time. I think it was, um, it's what we sort of needed from Kanye West. And, and you compare it to some of his newer stuff. It's a lot longer. You know, it's a lot deeper, a lot of features. It, it's more of that dark twisted sort of uh vibe and makeup i think yeah good choice all right so my 10th 10 to 1 power my beautiful dark twisted fantasy complete banger one of the earliest tracks on the album we spoke about it briefly when we did that you know kanye west best album of the decade i mentioned it before so power is my number 10 nice and that's a pretty cool video for that song too it just like has kanye west with that huge chain and it's just like slowly panning out on him it's it's awesome quality man quality all right number nine you can go first on this one all right you know i had to get it in there our boy kid cuddy does feature on this track all of the lights nice all of the lights all of the lights actually, actually can classic hook i actually thought you would have had that higher it it was tough, but I went with a different one and made it a bit high. And I wonder if he'll pick that up as we go along in our 10 to 1. But for me, all of the lights. Cool. Well, I've got for number nine, Get Em High. Bit of an older song there. I like that. Get Em High. Good track. All right, you're up. So number eight, I've got So Appalled. Ooh, I'm So Appalled. Yeah, that's a good one. Another classic track. Great album. As we know, we spoke about it before. And I'm going with my number eight, Black Skinhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Jesus. Nice. An, under, an underrated album, I think. I think people, he copped a lot of criticism for that album. And I think it was very different, like, you know, 808s particularly. But I think that's another one like Pablo. We'll look at that in, you know, 10, 15 years from now. And we'll look back on it and realize that it actually was a pretty good album for its time. 
I thought it was a banger of an album. I love that album. Yeah. I guess it's just, it's, it's just not critically acclaimed. That's all right. It happens. All right, you're up. Uh, so my number seven is Father Stretch My Hand Part One, also with our boy Kid Cudi. Great track. First song on the album. Get around that. Love that track. All right, my number seven, I'm going a bit of a throwback. I used to love this. Stronger. Oh, yeah, Stronger, Graduation. I was obsessed with this song, especially when I used to watch the YouTube clip ah. of Chad Johnson, <laughs> Highlight Reel, and this song was playing in the background. So Stronger is my number seven. All right, so I've got number six. Where are we on my list? I have Say You Will. Nice. 808s? Yeah. Got to do it. 808's my favorite Kanye album. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. If I was probably to put a top 10 together, top five, that would be on there. Yep, I totally agree. All right, so my number six, Blood on the Leaves. Oh. Also from the Yeezus album, banger of a track, heaps good beat, really dark lyrics. Man, who can forget that haunting sound, you know? Swinging in the you know, swinging in the breeze, like that crazy, like low-pitched yeah. voice. <laughs> Like that's a really good one. Yeah. Blood on the leaves for me. Nice. Well, I had at number five. That's what we're up to, right? Number five. Yeah, we're number five. Yep. Yeah. So I had blood on the leaves at number five. So nice for all the reasons all right. you said there. Great track. All right, my number five. You know, again featuring my boy. First time I heard him. Welcome to the heartbreak. Eight oh eights. Yeah. So that was my fifth. Nice. Yeah. Number four. How about you give us number four first this time? I'll go first. So number four, again, love this track. Hell of a life. Yeah. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Complete banger. Love that track. Man, this is hard. Number four, I got Heartless. Oh, nice. <laughs> that will definitely, that is, I like that. That will definitely feature in mine at some stage. All right, number Heartless. three. All right. Jesus Walks. Yeah, okay. That's classic. one I didn't have on my list. It's yeah, Sizzle, so I told you, man. Throwback. Yeah, it's a classic. Polly's Dropout. Jesus Walks. Great track. All right, number three, I had Gorgeous. Nice. Love Gorgeous. All right, number two for me, my friend, Heartless. You said it before. That's my number two. Yeah, nice. Well, I've got somewhat similar. Uh, number two for me is Welcome to the Heartbreak. See, we've got similar taste in Kanye music. Very, very similar. All right, number one, big reveal. I'll let you go first. I think you know what I'm going to put number one, right? <laughs> I think I do, but I want to hear you say it anyway. It features one pusher T, and that is Push. Runaway. My favorite Kanye West song of all time. Runaway. Like this, this list was tough. It's tough putting together a top 10, and it's tough ordering them, but that was the easiest pick for me. That's my favorite Kanye West song by far. It is amazing live. Like when he has the, the little pad out and he's introing the song. It's just epic. And then Push comes in, Spit and Fire. Spit and Fire. That's right. All the samples spit, as well. Spit. Man, yeah. it, it is just amazing. So run away. Every time that song comes on, man, I just, I just stop whatever I'm doing just start singing. It's a banger, man. And again, like you said, number one for me, easy Every time I think about it as my favorite track, this song always comes to mind. Diamonds from Sierra Leone, late registration. The bonus track at the end of the album, complete banger. Music video was super cool, super dark. 
Kanye rocking like a mad big fur coat. Also, heaps cool suit. Diamonds from Sierra Leone for me, hands down, is number one. Nice list. I like it. We did it. Solid lists. So, next week we'll have Cuddy. Uh, and possibly Travis Scott. It is the yes. 20th episode, Sizzle. So, I think we might need to look at both of our favorite artists. We might need to. And here's a question for you. What list do you think is easier? To, I mean, we've done, our, we've done our Kanye West list. We've done our Kid Cudi list. We haven't done a Travis Scott one yet. That's pending. But we did our Kid Cudi list off air. What was harder to rank? I think for me, it was definitely Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. I think I found that hard. There were so many songs that I loved of his. You know, you saw my original list. I had 16 tracks on there. I had to break it down to 10. Yep. So I really struggled with that. Yeah, I think that was a tougher one for me too. And I think the Travis Scott but list we'll see. Will, be, will be tough too. It, I think it'll be tough as well. All right, Quinny, should we move on? Yeah, and again, this one was so hard, but a great idea. Great sort of little question. We'll think about, you know what, we've been looking at a lot of top 10 lists of, you know, music, stuff like that, movies, all that kind of stuff. So we thought, how about we do like our favorite TV characters? So we thought about a top 10, and then Sizzle thought of the great idea of us doing it like, you know, having starters and then a bench. So five starters and five bench players. So really cool idea. Man, I'm, you know, I'm into this. Let's get it done. All right, so how should we do this? We, we'll give our starters first. We'll go one for one and then yeah. we'll go our bench and then we'll, we'll compare and contrast at the end. Uh, so yeah. as you mentioned, this is favorite TV characters. So just the characters we like the most put into a team of 10. Your starters, obviously, I guess the, the, your top five, I, I guess. And then you got your second, uh, second uh, tier right there. So let's go... One to five, um, point guard to center, I guess, but we won't be put, putting them in positions. Do you want to begin or should I? I'm happy to begin. Do you want to go one for one again or do you want me to just go yeah, all we'll, five? We'll go one for one. So who's all your right. first TV character? All right. So my first TV character, first person I thought of, easiest one ever, Dean Winchester, Supernatural. As you know, it's my favorite <laughs> yeah, TV yeah. show. And I love Dean Winchester. His charisma, he's a badass. Love me some Dean Winchester. I knew he was going to feature in your list. Yep. You know me well, my friend. All right. So I've got, this is an easy one for me, and I'm sure you would have thought I'd have this in here. I've got my boy, the Saiyan Prince, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yes. Lovely. Love that. That is good. That's a great list. All right. Good start, Sizzle. Good start. Number two. All right. So I went with Jon Snow. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Jon Snow. You know, he's my favorite character. Obviously, I don't like the way how his storyline kind of ends, but based on, you know, Game of Thrones, he's he's one of my starters. Okay, well, I have got another Game of Thrones character as well, and it's sort of funny that you say that because this these two characters are well-connected. I've got Khaleesi, none other than Daenerys Targaryen. Nice. Mother of Your dragons. Girl. Your girl, the mother of dragons. You've got to love her. Love myself some Khaleesi, so she makes it into my starters as well. Good. I love how we both have two Game of Thrones starters. All right. You go now. Give me your third. All right. So this was an easy one for me. One of my favorite shows of all time. We're going to be talking about this show probably a little bit later, but I've got George Costanza from Seinfeld. Got to have him yeah, in boy. there. George, he's, he's, that. He's hilarious. He's so good. He's like probably one of the funniest uh, characters in any 
TV series, certainly in any comedy. I love me some George Costanza. Love that. All right. Number three for me, of course, is my boy Eric Foreman, that 70s show. Again, one of my favorite TV shows, Eric Foreman. You know, he's classic. He's hilarious, really awkward, really funny. He was amazing in the show. And then when he left in season eight, it just wasn't the same. But he is definitely in my starters. Nice. All right. I've got at f- number four, still in my starters. Yep. I've got, he's probably one of the most iconic characters. And for one of probably, if not the best shows of all time, really. And that's Walter White from Breaking Bad. Oh, <laughs> nice. Very nice. That's clutch. <laughs> Love that. He has to be in, the t- he has to be in your starters. Sure. He has to be done. Yeah, great show, Breaking Bad. Love yeah. that. He's just a boss. Like that's all. He is definitely a boss. That's all you got And to his say. character development and change oh, is it's amazing. A, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. All right. My fourth, Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock. Ah. Alec Baldwin. He yep. is – I know you probably have never watched 30 Rock before. I, I've seen the first two seasons. Oh, you have. Well, Tracy Morgan in there. Amazing. Come on. Yeah, Tracy Morgan's in there. You know, Liz Lemon, Tina Fey. Love it. Jack Donaghy, 30 Rock. He's hilarious. Every time he's in on screen, I just crack up. So he's definitely one of my starters. Nice. All right. So to round out the starters and for the number fifth pick, my fifth pick, I've got Ragnar Lothrock, Vikings. Oh, I thought about I thought about <laughs> Ragnar, but then I, he, he, I cut him out. Had to be done. Had to put him I in I just there. couldn't handle how he... I just couldn't handle how he's not in it anymore. You know, that, so, you know. Uh, that he is the reason I don't watch the show anymore because, I mean, spoiler alert for people who are watching, if you are watching or plan to watch Vikings, you know, just mute for a second. But since he died, I just didn't find the show interesting. Yeah, I agree. All right. So my fifth starter, the last one to, you know, sort out my lineup. You mentioned him before. Walter White has to be. Yeah. Walter White. He's my last starter. I Easy. Like yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to extend on that. Nah, Walter White. His name says it all. Moving to our benches. All right. Yes. This is where it gets hard because this was fun. This was yeah, fun. This is, is where it gets hard because I had a huge list and I really cut it down. And we, so we, did I. we might maybe give a few honorable mentions um, after we give our five bench here. But starting my bench off, I've got to go with a new character that we introduced to not that long ago. That's Baby Yoda from Mandalorian. Really? I like that. He's on your bench. Yep. I like it. And I also appreciate the Star Wars reference. Got to get a Star Wars character in there. Love I mean, that sizzle. He's just well cute. Played. He makes the show. Mandalorian was such an awesome show. It's one of our favorite. You love it as much as I do. I almost put Mando in there over Baby Yoda. Had to have someone from the show. But Baby Yoda for me is just like every time he's on screen, it's just like you just can't look away. Yeah. I totally agree. And has become a massive meme. <laughs> He is definitely a massive meme. And then obviously our boy Mando, he was an honorable mention for me, but he just couldn't get into my top 10. So my first bench player, I'm going to call him my sixth man. It had to be done. Dexter Morgan from Dexter. (laughs) As you know, you got me me into Dexter originally. And then remember that time where I pretty much pumped out all seven seasons within a month before season eight came out and we watched it together. So I cherish those moments of our time together. So, so Dexter Morgan, he's coming in hot. He's my sixth man. He was my starter originally, but I swapped him out. Well, look, it's funny you mentioned him because I also had him on my bench. <laughs> nice quality. That's what we want. So that's our first 
that we have both have, which is interesting. I thought we oh, we had Walter White as well. Oh, Walter, Walter White, White as well. So yeah, we've had two. Two. I thought we would have had a few more, but um, nonetheless, I like it. Uh, all right. Well, we're up to our third bench spot. Uh, I'll go because... Second know, the, bench spot, Sizzle. Third for me. I got Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, your third. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Baby Yoda, Dexter. My third bench spot goes to Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I like that. I love, I had, me. I love I me some had, Rick. I had Daryl as an honorable mention, <laughs> but I just didn't watch. I didn't continue the show long enough for me to get him in there. Well, I'm, up, yeah, to, I'm up to date. That. I've watched every episode. You are a diehard. It's uh, getting it's getting wild, man. It's it's yeah. it's getting outrageous. Wild. Yes, it he's is. He's not indeed. actually. He's not even in it anymore. <laughs> oh right. Okay. <laughs> so I mentioned Dexter as my first. My second, again, a character you might not be familiar with, Sizzle Raymond Reddington from the Blacklist. My boy James Spader did the voice of Ultron in the Marvel in the Avengers second movie. The Blacklist is on Netflix. Great show. He's pretty much like a criminal mastermind. He just gets the job done. So Raymond Reddington's on my bench. Nice, nice. All right. The next character I've got on my bench is, and I love this guy as an actor. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. And that's John Luther from Luther. Nice. Good. Appreciate boy, that. My boy Idris Elba. And he's all, I also quite like him in, and I've just started watching this show. It's a, it's a classic show. He's in The Wire. Uh, he plays Russell Stringer Bell in the way. He's great in that too. So I almost tossed up between who I should put in out of the two. But John Luther from Luther. It's an amazing show. If you haven't watched it, it's a BBC show. It's great. Um, for, for those of you that you know, appreciate um, that British sort of um, production, it's just great. Set in London. Quality. Good show. I did watch a bit of that. All right, so for me, my third bench player again. Wait, how did Liz how, Lemon from th- Huh? How do how come I've got I've given four and you've given three? Because you you mentioned Dexter in your oh, yes. when you were talking about your next one. Okay, so yeah, you, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I've gone one for one. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Sorry that's to right. cut you off there. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. It's raw. But yeah, I was as I was trying to say before Sizzle <laughs> interrupted me. Liz Lemon. From 30 Rock. Yes, I've mentioned two people from 30 Rock, That's but big. I love Liz Lemon. That's played by Tina Fey. She's amazing in this show. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor. She's hilarious. Marty would agree with me too. Liz Lemon all the way. Well, that being said, I'm, I'm curious then to know where would 30 Rock, I mean, you know, not to give you your full list or anything, but would, would 30 Rock be considered as one of your favorite all-time shows? It would definitely be considered one of my favorite all-time shows. How How favorite are we talking are we talking like a top three top five it would be my top 10 okay nice well that's a list we'll have to do at some point too yeah. my top fives would be good but 30 rock would probably just be out of there but i just love those two characters in general okay maybe that's something we'll have to do another episode i like it maybe episode 20 maybe <laughs> okay right, so my last spot and this is someone that i was also introduced to quite recently um, who is my television crush? <laughs> Gotta love a television crush, <laughs> and that is Jennifer Avengerberg from The Witcher. Oh, Jennifer, come on! Oh, that's good. I had the oh yeah, The Witcher was an honorable mention for me. <laughs> I almost yeah. put, I almost put her in as an honorable mention, but 
Had yeah. to throw in there. <laughs> I like it. I, hey, I like The Witcher. You know that. Love the books. Love the game. She's a good character, man. Well played. All right. Well, you know, because you have done yours, I'm going to hit you with my last two. So, like you, Sizzle, this character I'm about to mention only came into my life recently. I've only really started to get into this person, and that's Sterling Archer from the TV show Archer. Okay. Have you ever watched it? Animated show. I haven't really, watched it. I know uh, the show, but haven't watched it. It's hilarious. He's pretty much like, yeah, I meant, I might mention this a bit later in recommendations, but I'll just leave it there for the time being. Sterling Archer for me, he's in there. And finally, the big one. I had to trade out Goku for this character. Ooh. It hurt me to do it. But again, more recently, I've grown to appreciate this character quite a lot. And I think you will love this character, Sizzle. And that is Darth Maul from the oh, Star yeah. Wars, Clone Wars animated I, man, series. I can't believe I didn't think of him. He is so good. I know you've only just started watching the Clone Wars. Yeah. That's, that's why I guess I didn't have him in mind. Yeah. Like, amazing in the show. I really need Great to pump, pump through some Clone He really Wars. makes the show go so well. Like, his arcs, his, like, stories, any episodes he's in, it's amazing. You really get to – you really appreciate Darth Maul a lot in this show. So, he's in there. Sorry, Goku. I love you, but Darth Maul just had to get in there. I had to have a Star Wars character in there. So, you mentioned Goku there as an honorable mention. Who else? Maybe rattle off a couple. So, I had The Witcher, obviously. Um, I also had Oliver Queen from Arrow. And then I also had Daryl from The Walking Dead. Yeah, I had I had a few that just didn't make it. So I had Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was oh, nice. very, I almost put him in there. That was very, very tough not to put him in there. I had um, Jamie from Top Boy, um, played by Michael Ward. He was close to going in there. Almost put him in there instead of Yen. Had put my girl in there. Um, <laughs> I had- Of course, has to be done. Kramer from Seinfeld, that was close. Nice, yep. And then uh, two more. I had Nathan Scott from One Tree Hill. No, I didn't even think about One Tree Hill. Oh. <laughs> Almost put JJ Reddick in there. Yeah, JJ, shout out. AKA Nathan Scott. And um, last but not least, uh, uh, someone who I, I wanted to put in there was Will Smith from The French Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, it's good picks there. It was so hard, man. I had a lot of honorable mentions. And I also had Ragnar down there too. Yeah. I mean, I could have listed so many more, but, you know. We gotta, Same. We're going to keep this podcast. We can't to, go so, on for too long. That's right. Time. All right. What's up next, my friend? Well, look, you know, we mentioned, I mentioned Seinfeld there. Um, some sad news. Jerry Stiller passed away at the age of 92 um, this past week. Uh, he, was, he played George's dad in Seinfeld. Um, he's in a bunch of other shows and movies as well. So I guess we just wanted to, you know, maybe remember him a little bit and his work as an actor. Maybe just, you know, provide our favorite moments. So, you know, obviously starting with Seinfeld, what were your favorite Jerry Stiller moments from Seinfeld, which is one of our favorite shows of all time? As you know, I told you today that I watched the best of Frank Costanza on YouTube, just to kind of get me ready for this question. Iconic episodes, man. I thought of these straight away. The story of Festivus, the Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, you know, that's a classic episode. I'm going to agree with you on that one. 
Yeah, love that episode. I didn't go into too much detail about that, but that's a great episode. I also love the food poisoning episode <laughs> when he's like used to be in the army and he yeah, has yeah. like flashbacks and then right at the end he's like, give me that spatula. I'm back, baby. And that's how the episode <laughs> ends. Like, that's another classic moment. I love Serenity Now, Serenity Now. Like That's classic. Uh, Frank and Kramer are also trying to sell raincoats. Oh, that's, that's funny awesome. too. Frank versus Seinfeld's like when they've they're trying to keep him out of Florida and he's like I'm moving in lock stock and barrel classic line and then finally the most iconic moment for me you'd know this the blooper Frank versus Elaine like what the hell does that mean you saying you want a piece of me and they're like and the whole time they're just cracking up uh Jason Alexander falls off his chair Elaine just can't keep a straight face that whole section of that blooper is just hilarious and then like you know I loved him in those Seinfeld episodes He's also awesome in the Zoolander movies as well. Yeah. The, I mean, to be honest, I can't actually add anything to that because you pretty much listed everything that I was going to say. Uh, Festivus for the rest of us, one of my favorite moments. Uh, the story of Festivus, particularly when he's explaining it and when they air out their grievances, just classic. Like that's one of the best Seinfeld episodes in the whole series, let alone his Jerry Stiller's moments as an actor in Seinfeld. So, you know, that was probably my favorite. And I really liked the scenario, Serenity Now um, episode as well. So some amazing moments and some amazing acting there for, you know, someone who will go down as one of the classic uh, actors and one of the classic roles uh, there as Frank Costanza. Uh, but I mean, roles outside of Seinfeld, I've just got one that I particularly liked. I mean, there's so many, I just wanted to pick one, but I actually really liked him uh, as he played Doc in The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, nice. That was good, uh, yeah. So, you know, he was Eddie's dad and Eddie pl- was was played by Ben Stiller. So his, his yeah, son. Father-son connection, yeah. Yeah, and he was pretty similar to, you know, like a, a, a Frank Costanza really. Just that like, that wit and that uh, just comedic value, really. So that was one for me. And I, I think I'm going to go back and rewatch that movie. Yeah, good idea. I was going to say, I might have to get Stan again so I can rewatch Seinfeld and like just embrace those classic Frank Costanza moments. Yeah. So rest in peace. Yeah. Hilarious actor. He really made that role. He was hilarious and... Every time I think of Seinfeld, I always think of Frank Costanza. Yeah, well said there. Well said. All right, well, we're almost at the end of the podcast, but before we go, like we've been doing, this is another quarantine edition, isolation edition. We've been giving recommendations for people out there to listen to while they're staying safe and at home. So we usually give a book, a show or a movie, an album or, or song and a podcast. So let's rattle off some recommendations. Quinny, what do you have for a book? Yeah, so for a book, again, like I mentioned previously, guys, um, the Aragon Saga. As you know, I mentioned Aragon before. I'd like to see a sequel from that. So it's also known as The Inheritance Cycle, written by Christopher Loney. So it's pretty much some of my favorite fantasy books that I've ever read. So I've really enjoyed the series. Um, it includes like the first one's called Aragon, the second one's called Aldous, third one, Bressinger, and finally the last one's Inheritance. So there's four of them. They're all great books, really easy to read. They're interesting. Like if you love fantasy, if you love heroes, journeys, magic and books, stuff like that, it's very similar to kind of like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Like you get like those point of view chapters and, you know, all these different storylines. It's just really enjoyable. And just like briefly, 
it's pretty much about a human boy who becomes a dragon rider. So he rides dragons, very similar to Game of Thrones. Him and Sephira, which is his dragon's name. It's all about their relationship and pretty much how they're fighting against like the villain who's called Galvatorix, who's pretty much a dictator in the saga. So it's all about them fighting against him. So it's a really cool book, easy to read. I love these books. I'd recommend them. Yeah, you've almost sold me there. I think I might have to give them a read. Yeah, they're good. Uh, I've got something quite similar and you even mentioned it there. And that's a, a classic, one of the, the books that I'll always remember. Um, you know, I read this uh, a while ago, you know, when I was a lot younger. And it's something that I, I've i actually got a copy of and it's something I just like. I, I actually really like the hardcover of it. It's it's really like a nice book to look at as well. It's got a really cool front cover and, and back cover there. And it starts off one of the best trilogies that we mentioned last week. And that is The Hobbit. I haven't read the Lord of the Rings nice. books, but I've read The Hobbit and I loved it so much. So that's a book that I, I kind of want to go back and re reread it because it's an easy read as well. You can sort of smash it out. Uh, it's a shame that they sort of overdid the movies, I thought. Uh, but yeah, The Hobbit Bro. was uh, one of my favorite books and it'd still be in you know my top top uh, books right there. So that's my recommendation Lovely. if you haven't already read it and you, know, you want to get into uh, Lord of the Rings sort of world. Lovely. All right, what's the next recommendation, Sizzle? What you got for me? Uh, so I'll, I'll kick this one off. Uh, show or movie, but I'm going to go with a show and I feel like it's only ripe considering Jerry Stiller passed away and that's Seinfeld. I mean, like I'm sure most of our listeners have watched Seinfeld, but if you have, or even if you haven't, particularly if you haven't, you should, but if you have watched it and I've been doing this more recently with my girlfriend and that's just doing a rewatch just going back to episode one and watching it through you're never going to get sick of these and it's an easy watch you know you can chuck it on you don't have to pay all that much attention it's just every time you watch it it's one of those shows that you know it's kind of like a friends and you know there's so many other shows like this but this is one that is particularly good for and it's just one of those shows that you can just watch through as many times as you want because it never gets old good love that so for me, I'm going to go with, I mentioned it in my characters, the show's called Archer, like I mentioned before, the animated TV series, but it's very much like an adult show. So it focuses on Sterling Archer, who's like the world's deadliest spy. So he's really hilarious. He's also like an alcoholic. He's also like a black ops operative. So he's like really skilled, but also really all over the place, a bit out of control. So it pretty much focuses on like eight characters. So they're all secret agents. And they all work for the International Secret Intelligence Service, so also known as ISIS in the show. It's an anthology series, so there's heaps of different series. And then at the end of the series, it kind of the settings kind of change and the periods change, like the time periods. But it's really easy to watch, 20 to 25 minute episodes. You're not going to have to sit there and pay that much attention to it. Season 10 is coming to Netflix soon. And for your information, 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. So Solid score. The, yeah, the voice cast is great. Each character brings their own uniqueness to the show. So that's my recommendation for this week, Archer. All right, so music recommendation. It can be an album or a song. I've got two albums here and one I sent you last week. Um, it's kind of a niche uh, sort of style of hip-hop. Some people probably won't like it. But Nav's new album, Good Intentions, it's got some some features on there that you know we'll like Travis Scott's on there uh your boy Gunner's on there 
Um, trip trip <laughs> young thugs on there so that's one for me and another one is Lil Durk he just brought an album out called just called just because you're waited too so I, I love hip-hop I love the ignorant stuff as well so they're two albums that I would recommend particularly if you like hip-hop I like that awesome well I've just got two albums for you sizzle this week uh I was listening to some reactions to these albums so that's why it got me keen to actually listen to them properly all right, my girl, Lana Del Rey, she has an album called Ultraviolence and she also has an album called Lust for Life. Both really, really cool albums. Really easy listening, really kind of cool. I love her voice, very unique, bit different to what you normally would listen to, but her, it's they're both really good albums, so that'd be my recommendations. So shout out to my girl, Lana Del Rey. Very nice. All right, to round out the podcast, let's give another podcast recommendation. What have you got? So again, I've mentioned them before, but it had to be done. I spoke to you about this in person. I went binge mode again, but the Philosopher's Stone episode, so the ones where they went through the Philosopher's Stone story, I just loved it. It was a great podcast. They spoke about stuff that I completely forgot about in the books, and it's kind of got me keen to reread the Harry Potter books. So that would be my recommendation, binge mode and the Philosopher's Stone um, episodes. Cool. Well, I've also got a uh, ringer podcast, and that's TV Concierge. I recommended this to you as well. Nice. It's, yeah, I was going to mention that, but then I thought you would. Have so. you? I didn't actually ask. Have you listened? Yeah, I did. I did listen to it. It was which, good. Which episodes did you listen to? Um, let me check my podcast. Ozark, I'm sure, um, and Clone Wars. I listened to Ozark and I listened to Clone Wars. Yeah, so for people who are the two that I went with. They haven't listened. It's basically uh, the ring of staff. They get different staff members on each episode uh, and they basically uh, break down a show um, that's currently streaming or, you know, a show that you can stream and sort of make the case for watching it, you know, why you should watch it, uh, what's good about it. And they're very small episodes. They only go for sort of 10 minutes uh, max. So uh it's it's a good little con- little uh, podcast to consume especially if you aren't sure about a show or you want to you know jump in and find out about something that you may or may not have watched even if you have watched it you know it, it's worth it so i've listened to a few of them i listened to the extraction episode i listened to the ozark episode uh and i listened to the star wars clone wars episode as well so that's my podcast and you should watch it you should. Watch i've also clone got wars, sizzle. i've also got another podcast recommendation and that is oh you do that is shameless plug. I released oh, my own I, podcast. Uh, <laughs> I went solo to do some interview based uh, podcasts. So the Sammy Finlay podcast, you can just look that up. It's all on all podcasting platforms. So check it out. I've done two episodes. So yeah, if you want to hear more of me, yeah, well that, that was gonna be my shout out of the week. I was gonna shout you out the Samuel <laughs> Finlay podcast, but you've just spilled yourself. So you know, we'll let it slide. <laughs> Well, there you go. Well, Quinny, that brings us to the end of the podcast. We sort of had to do a bit of a rapid podcast, even though it's gone for over 40 minutes because you've got physio to get to. So I'll let That's you right. get to that. Hopefully that ITB band is healing up nicely. It is definitely getting better. So thank you for asking. So until next time, be sure to tell your cousin, your sister, your mother, your brother, tell everyone. The fam, everybody needs to know. That's right. Episode 20 next week. I'm going to try to convince you to come back to Wollongong again so we can do something for it. We'll be seeing you next week. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Right up. Peace. (laughs) 